0: Welcome to my podcast, all about finding balance and inspiration in the busy world of hybrid working. In each episode, I share creative and fun ways of working. I'm your host, Dr. Mara Deepwell. Let's jump right into the episode. Hello. On this episode, I want to talk about a course that I'm currently working on a short course for the IT Learning Center at the University of Oxford, all about digital well-being and hybrid working. Now, I've really enjoyed working on this, this project and the team at the IT Learning Center is really fantastic. And I get to work with one of my favorite people, Emma leg their digital skills service manager. So the whole process over the last few months um, has been really seamless really enjoyable kind of a really fantastic experience for me and I wanted to share a few ideas around this course particularly in the context of kind of how we think about digital well-being in the context of hybrid working and also think about how you can gain those skills and how you can translate this topic into a course format now, for those of you who've been listening to this for a while, you'll know that I gave a talk about this at the University of Oxford a couple of months ago, so I'll link to this in the show notes, but this kind of episode builds on this course just as um builds on this talk rather just as the course builds on it as well now. Starting with the kind of format of the course and what it is about, I just want to give you a little bit of an intro before I explain a little bit more um, around the design process and what I hope the delivery to be like. So the course itself is looking at finding balance between the advantages that hybrid working offers. So, you know, enabling people to work more flexibly and have different mix in their working life and being able to work from home or remotely in order to yeah have better work-life balance really but when it comes to digital well-being i think hybrid working also poses challenges and that's the other side of that equation so for example for many the increased use of digital technologies to communicate and collaborate can become a little bit oppressive and also for some physical and mental well-being can suffer if you spend very long hours staring at a screen sitting still alone in a room so the point of the course the objectives if you like are to help participants reflect on their current habits how they are currently working and start to reflect on how how they work and how that impacts on their digital well-being. We're also going to, in the same context, think about what sort of skills and strengths they have in terms of hybrid working and where there might be areas for development. I also want to think a little bit about the long-term impact of hybrid working, because I think when it comes to digital well-being, the impact of hybrid working changes significantly the longer you work from home or remotely, and the longer you have a hybrid mix. When you start, particularly if you've been in an office-based or campus-based team prior to that, you usually have a kind of repository of, you know institutional knowledge and interpersonal connected connections and relationships that you kind of take with you but if you're joining a new team and you're working hybrid or fully remote for a long period that kind of dynamic definitely changes so overall the aim of the course is to help everybody develop their own sense of how to foster their digital wellbeing. And in the show notes, I've linked to a blog post about the course that includes links to visit the course page if you're interested in learning a little bit more. In terms of the format, um, so this course is designed as part of a flexible skills offering for the university's students and staff. And we've planned for the course to run around lunchtime to make it as easy as possible for people to drop into the live sessions. There's going to be two live sessions online for 90 minutes each, and I'm hoping that the first one will be, you know, more reflective and help participants analyze and audit what works well and what they'd like to change about how they work. And then there's lots of practical tools and resources and interactive activities to try and bring those reflections into a context where we can identify next steps and what actions to take so that's a bit of an intro to the course and what the objectives are and the format now i've been finding as i've been working on the design of this for the last couple of weeks and months that has been a really welcome creative challenge to translate my expertise and insights from you know leading virtual teams and hybrid working as well as digital well-being into a kind of course format because while i've obviously run my own online courses on this topic before those were designed in a very different way and they were designed to be sort of asynchronous dip in dip out and so i've never really tried to condense This topic, or even a start for this topic, into synchronous live sessions and into a kind of format which is very practical but also gives participants kind of a lot of flexibility so that no matter what context they come in with, no matter what they, you know, what they come into the room with, they can kind of make use of whatever resources and tools that the course provides. And that in itself has been I think a really a big challenge for me because I don't think you can really translate you know meaningful insights around digital well-being into a sort of tick box checklist format into something that's that's sort of quite transactional because ultimately some things that might work well for me and benefit my well-being when it comes to hybrid working may not work for you at all and you know if you have certain habits that help you get things done in and around family responsibilities or your mix of being on campus and working from home maybe you have you know care responsibilities you need to mix into that maybe your work encompasses a lot of contact hours maybe you you know have a very isolated role where you're doing research in a library or in a lab and you don't see many people All of these different aspects of your kind of role, your context, how you work, what your, you know, home working space looks like, all of these factors really feed into digital well being and your relationship with technology. And that's not even getting started on, you know, your own sort of person and preferences and skill sets. So to my mind, digital wellbeing, particularly when you add hybrid working into the context is a seriously nuanced kind of area of inquiry and definitely one where not sort of one size fits all doesn't really apply. You can find the links to the resources mentioned in the episode in the show notes. And if you'd like to keep in touch, subscribe to my free newsletter to get a roundup of all the episodes each month, blog posts and free resources directly to your inbox. Now, back to the episode. So given how nuanced and complex a field this is, um, I wanted to start the design of the course with a kind of inquiry based approach. So that there are a lot of different prompts for reflection and resources and tools that help you analyze and identify what impacts most on digital well being and the reasons for that. That makes the whole course, you know, quite light on lecturing and very in interactive there are a lot of activities a lot of points of you know you've got 15 minutes to reflect on and write on things there's worksheets for you to have a a look at and i think given that this you know is presented in the context of kind of digital skills and a lunchtime course i did consider at some length how skills-focused I wanted to make it. Now, so for example, one area I might focus on when you talk about digital well-being is how to manage notifications or, you know, how to set up your team's environment so that it suits you. But I decided that, you know, given the rest of the offering of the IT Learning Center's courses at the university are, you know, very heavily focused on digital skills training, Um, I wanted to use the course as a jumping off point for, you know, identifying any practical training that participants may, may wish to undertake. So it kind of, instead of going, here is where you click, here is the menu in the settings, this is what you look at. It very much, I hope, will act as a jumping off point for identifying future professional development. And that is, I think, brings me to the kind of piece of the course that I enjoyed the most, which is to think about how I could build into a kind of, you know, webinar format, basically how you can, you know, really get a fresh perspective on digital well-being in your own working context. Because most people I know already know what good digital well-being looks like. You know they know all about that it's better to take more breaks than none they know that their eyes get tired if they're there at a zoom call for six hours without a break they know that they should get some more movement in their day go outside get some daylight they know that you know excessive noise is not good for them i think every one of us has set through enough display screen equipment risk assessments when starting a new job That they are you know have some awareness that you know having a good desk and a good chair that aligns with your you know physiological requirements is a good thing so i don't think the kind of nuts and bolts of how do you get good digital well-being in terms of the fundamentals is a mystery to anyone i think what is a mystery is how do you actually do that you know how often Do you really sit down and have a five minute break or 10 minute break even every hour? You know, who has a meeting schedule that allows them to go for a walk outside every morning? You know, I mean, it's so easy to say, the answer to this is take regular screen breaks. But how do you actually, you know, stop having a habit where You step away from your desk and you immediately pick up your phone and you spend your lunch break or whilst you're making a cup of tea scrolling through social media or youtube now that is i think a really tough proposition because skills courses like this one are designed to give you answers and i guess i felt with this course giving you the answers was kind of you know important but also secondary because i feel that most people already already know sort of in which direction they could improve things what they struggle with is identifying how to actually do that and so i tried something in the course design to help kind of give a opportunity to step out of the kind of regular comfort zone to step out of the mental kind of um, the mental attitude towards I'm sitting throughout another 90-minute screen-based webinar. And I tried to design some activities in that would get you to, you know, step outside of your comfort zone and hopefully have a change of perspective. So on one day, that is an activity around listening to a piece of music and taking part in a silent disco um whether or not you're actually moving away from your desk like i appreciate it in a shared office people might not want to do that but just to kind of you know even if you just close your eyes and listen to a full piece of music without doing anything else that would do the trick and also a little bit of um an origami challenge where you know you have to do something with your hands and take a piece of paper and try and manipulate it into a new shape and that again can be a really fantastic way of just stop and think and think oh wow like you know this is different i am outside my comfort zone i am stepping away from looking at my screen or at least i'm focusing on other other senses as well i'm manipulating something physically with my fingers i'm using my sense of touch um but also maybe you know if you're listening to a piece of music you're closing your eyes you might be moving around. That is a different kind of engagement from sitting still staring at a screen and just passively um, consuming the amount of information. Or maybe you know multitasking and having your emails and social media and three documents um, and a hundred tabs open at the same time. So I'm really curious about how this will go in practice. Because this is definitely something that I haven't tried in this kind of format before. And I have no idea whether the participants will be game for these activities, you know, even if they're just five minutes off each of the courses, or whether they'll just like sit there and be like, no, I don't want to do that, you know, which is completely okay. But I'm just very curious to see what the reaction is. And I'm also thinking, hopefully we can use what we learn from these activities to try and highlight you know where the digital well-being challenges might lie right um i think that's about it the course is running um well well at the time of recording in about um a week so i'm very much looking forward to trying out um how that all works in practice and then i might record another episode to give you a little bit of a report back and tell you how it went but for now thank you so much for listening and i hope wherever you are You have a good plan for your digital well-being today thank you for listening to leading virtual teams i hope you enjoyed this episode and as always you can find the links to the tools and resources we talked about in the show notes or head over to marindeedwell.com forward slash podcast